Hello, welcome back to the Spooky Z. It is uh, I, Leland, <laughs> and I'm Shane. Uh, just us this week. Um, so you're listening to a podcast about Halloween, Halloween horror, macabre things, all things spooky because we're dark and disturbing. So I asked you, uh, what do you want to talk about? And you really leaned hard on Halloween Horror Nights. Yeah. Which I'm not opposed to never not talking about. Yeah. But it is April. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not really feeling the vibe yet to discuss yeah. what they could do, what has been done. But I did find an angle that I did find interesting is that you've also been to the Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando. Mm-hmm. And Three I times. have as well. We both live in Burbank, Hollywood. So, well. California? No, yeah. Hollywood's not a state. <laughs> I, I feel like everybody thinks of it as... Oh, kind of, yeah. You say Burbank. People, they're like, what's that? You're like, Hollywood. I live in Hollywood. Hollywood adjacent. Um, so, and that was like the angle I wanted to go with this. Also, um, it occurred to me when I started doing a little research on Halloween Horror Nights that part of the love of Halloween Horror Nights is the icons that they create. And it made me realize how L.A.'s Halloween Horror Nights is just not as good. I'm going to say it. And that's kind of where I'm going today. So you may join that train or rebuttal the train. I, whatever you want to do today. They're so different. It's, 100%. It's, it's almost hard to even like like put them next to each other. Like they're so, they each do like so, like their way they do houses are so different. And yeah. the way they like design is so different. And their I stairs mean, are so different. Negatives up front. Most, yeah. of, I mean, depends on how, it depends on what you consider as a negative. Space has been a big factor, is that the uh-huh. Hollywood Universal Studios is just smaller oh, yeah. compared to Orlando. Also, the fact that Hollywood Studios, still an actual working studio, uh-huh. that actually films television and movie shows as we speak right now. Yeah. Orlando, yes, they do have working sound stages. I've actually worked on a few of them. Yes, they're there. They have filled movies there. It was a theme park first, then studio. This is LA is studio. Oh well, we can make money doing a theme park. Theme park. So third, yeah. it's definitely you. You get there, and the vibe is totally different. And so I always say space is the big reason why it's not as good here. And I also think my other only real kind of after looking at the website, I found facts. I guess would be in Orlando they didn't. Well, one you don't have to rely on IP. Mm-hmm. And, but then, you know, they started throwing money around on it. I think L.A. focuses more on the movie characters, where Orlando does as well, but that's their second option. Yeah. They they actually remember Halloween is the reason we're there, then IP characters, where, where I think Halloween Horror Nights in L.A. is like, oh, we gotta get Saw in The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, but we're here because Halloween's a thing. I think it, they've admittedly said that, you know, when they when they came back, the, the idea was, well, you have knots, which is, you know, that not scary farm. Yeah. Dominated the market. Whole other and topic whole other thing. altogether. And, and then you have, like, Haunted Hayride, uh, Six Flags event, Frank Sure. Fest. And then, so those were all doing original stuff. And so I feel like, I think they've even said their, their idea was, if we do movies, since we're a movie studio, that'll be our definable trait. Sure. And that was Hollywood's thing. 100%. I get it. From a business standpoint, 100%. Also, it's worked well for them. It has, yeah. I mean, they make, I would assume, 
45 to maybe 50% of their annual in those two months. Yeah. I mean, I know Knott's Berry Farm does. They make, I would, I think I read an article a couple years ago, they make 65 of their yearly annual revenue in those two months alone. Oh, I bet. That's, that seems like their big, oh, that's, that's their, their summer month. That's their big push. I mean, look, I love Boysenberry Festival, but it isn't going to get me there as much as Halloween is. Yeah. So, yeah. So Orlando's event has definitely they started two year or a year after the park first opened, and they started in 1991 mm-hmm. for Fright Nights, and they only had one haunted house that year. Yeah, but it sounds like a pretty good one. Dungeon of Terror. Yeah, but it was all the classic Universal horror movie monsters were their icons that year. Wasn't it Dungeon of Terror? I believe it was sort of it was an original house. No, but I'm talking about like their their vibe. Their was vibe, like, yeah. On the poster, was, there the was like Universal. We have the big monsters. Yeah, yeah. You know, Dracula, Frankenstein, and all them. And then it was a few years in that they started introducing the icons, right? Like Caretaker. Well, no, I Caretaker mean, was like, um, the Crypt Keeper was actually considered their first icon, but he's also IP. Yeah. So it, it's like a look. It's the snake eating the tail. We all know that, but. But it did make me think of, like, the Crypt Keeper is you kind of like, is he an icon? Yeah. Like a horror icon? I mean, yes and no. I mean, he had a show. He was in the comic. So are you asking, is, has Tales from the Crypt, like, like, has it sustained in time? Yeah, I don't think it has. No, it's not like Twilight Zone. No, 100%. You know, you know, you know sort of like the famous Twilight mm-hmm. Zone episodes or the theme, but... I've actually never watched Tales from the Crypt. It's not bad. It's definitely 90s. Like, okay. when you watch it, you're just like, oh, this was made in the 1990s. Like, okay. it's, it's got all that... It, I think it's like late 80s or early 90s, but... I don't know why I never watched it. I was on Showtime. A lot of people just didn't have Showtime. Like, I didn't. Because I've seen every Twilight Zone yeah. many times, um, but I just never watched Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, it wasn't... It was fine. It's okay. not a bad thing. It's, okay. it's not great. Um, it was I, what they had in that Sure. Era. I feel if they had made... I mean, there was the movies, I guess... Right. Yeah, they had a couple movies, um, right? Those are better. But, like, I think if um, M. Night Shyamalan's reboot that he wanted to do had actually worked, it maybe it would have catapulted people back to remember that, you know, the Crypt Keeper was a thing. Yeah. Maybe. I feel like there's so much anthology horror nowadays. I, yeah. I'm kind of curious why they haven't given it another swing. Well, I think copywriting at this point. Oh. Yeah. I think Warner Brothers may own it. Because we have... Twilight Zone now coming back we have oh I'm excited and they had oh yeah me yeah. too and then they had that Channel Zero show I then, only have you watched any of no. that I saw the fourth season it was interesting okay I'm at the end of the day I'd rather watch American Horror Story that was my next one I was yeah. gonna say yeah not because I think one show was better than the other I mean, no I really that's what it is I think American yeah. Horror Story is just better but American Horror Story was hitting more of the um, the vibe I was looking for in a show. Yeah. Nothing was wrong with Channel Zero. And that fourth season was absolutely disturbing. But... Is it more specific storytelling? Because I feel with American Horror Story, it has a theme, but it's also throwing 12 storylines at the same time. Yeah, no, this do. was like one story. And if you don't like one of those, it's okay because... Yeah, there's Horror 12 story, others. They, they don't get, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. It's going to change in two episodes, probably. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't one of those. Um... But I did, apparently, so the Crypt Keeper was in 95, and then the Mummy was their big guy in 99. 
Which, oh, because the Brendan Fraser. Because of the movie. I was just like, okay, well, again, I'm bitching about their their their, their creator-owned characters, but uh-huh. yet so far they've all been IP. Yeah. Uh, but, so, I don't, the dates are kind of, the, the dates all over the website were, like, misleading. Like, there was several different dates. I'm like, okay, I don't know if they just don't know, or these are all just dates that things happened. But, like... So the main icon, I guess, is the one that has come back the most would be Jack the Clown. Yeah, and he debuted at Halloween Horror Nights 10. Okay, so they were 10 years in before they were like, well, here's a, a clown. Um, I, d- I wrote down I would describe him as the twisted metal John Wayne Gacy mixed with a Joker. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's very very Joker. Yeah, he's a, he's a killer clown. Yeah, and he has yeah. a girlfriend, Chance. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about her later. I don't. And he has a brother, Eddie. Did, oh, did you read about Eddie? Well, they scrapped Eddie, right? Right, because of nine eleven. That's what I had read. Too. That's dark shit. Also, what does a eighteenth century masked man with a chainsaw make me think of terrorism? There's no connection. Don't scratch. I read online. I don't like when people do that. Like, oh, someone, there was a shooting in a theater. No movies must show anything. I read in, what? I read online that it was that that year became kind of sanitized. Well, yeah, everyone was sanitizing, and like, there wasn't yeah. any blood in that year's event. Mm-hmm. So, because we couldn't handle it. And then, what was the next icon? That I mean, there's Crypt Keeper, there's Storyteller, Storyteller, uh, the Caretaker, two thousand two. Yes. Now I've. The first year I went to Orlando's Horror Nights was 2002. So I've seen The Caretaker. How was it? It was pretty awesome. Like, they had him in a weird parade kind of situation. Um, not Did you go to Knott's Berry Farm last year? No. Okay. They did this weird thing where, like, they had um, a New Orleans Parade of the Dead kind of thing. Okay. Similar to that, where they just had, like, he's, you know, he was like um, a tall... Westerny looking guy. He was a well respected surgeon turned bad guy who did like human experimentations and shit. And okay. they would have him walk the streets of um, Islands of Adventure with just uh, people holding like sticks with lanterns. Mm-hmm. And there was the only light around him. It was cool. Like he was, he was a creepy look. Um, I saw him at HHN twenty five. Okay, the last time I went, they had him on the street, and then they had a room. Of his mortuary, okay. Inside the Jack presents uh, twenty five years of sure. monsters and mayhem house. I mean, they may have had a, a. I'm sure that he had a house. I don't remember because that was the first year that I had ever seen the um, Freddy, Jason, Michael Myers, and Leatherface in a house. Was that the, when they did them before it was yes. licensed? Yeah, it was before. I think they just rented them essentially. But I remember that house was awesome because you had to walk through a movie screen. Okay. To enter the house, and it just captured my imagination. It was like, this is kind of fucking cool. And, like, we went into a movie screen, and the screen led you right into the um, Freddy's Furnace. And Freddy's Furnace turned into the Camp Crystal Lake. And then Camp Crystal Lake turned into the Michael Myers house. And then it ended in the... um, The Sawyer house. Is that what they were? Is that it? What, Hewitt? Yeah, something... Leatherface house. Leatherface anyway, house. and that blew my mind. Um, I also thought side side sidebar because it's just funny. So at the time, um, 
Islands of Adventure had only been open for like a couple of years. Um, you've been there, so I don't need to tell you, but like yeah. anyone who's not been there, Islands of Adventure is five islands, technically six, five islands that connect and each island is a different theme, theme park. So it's like five theme parks in one essentially, but you got your Marvel superhero island, cartoon island, um, the fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, Conan Island. It's like seven or eight islands, isn't it? Now. Now. Uh, Jurassic Park, and then they had Seuss S- Landing, which Skull was... Skull Island now, too. Right. So, and then... It, well, Harry Potter now, but... Yeah. Like, but they had at the time uh, Seuss Landing, which was the Dr. Seuss Island. The Dr. Seuss, I don't know her name, Widow, would not let them use the island for Halloween. So it was a... Um, they just blacked it. They just shut off all the lights, and they had a little path going through it. Now, they had the only light you got in the actual park was these giant demon fire bursts that would last for 10 seconds, and they had them all over the park. So, and we're talking giant fire beams. So, they just burst fire for like 10, 20 seconds, and you get light. And then they would shut off, and then another one would do it around the park. So, when that light would go up near Seuss Landing, it was the scariest walkthrough, and it's not even a walkthrough. It was just a small path, lightly lit, so you can get from one park to the other. But because the Seuss shapes and designs silhouetted by the fire were more frightening than other things we saw. I bet. And I was like, well, that bitch just, she lost. Like, at the end of the day, her, her plan was like, well, we don't want kids to be scared by my things. Yeah. I'm like, you failed. They were more frightening. Yeah. It was absolutely terrifying. But is there fog or anything? Oh, a hundred percent. You know, you got to keep the fog going. Oh, that's creepy. Oh, it's like if you go to Knott's Berry Farm, you you leave with like um, asthma. <laughs> no, no, for three days. There's cough. so much fog. Oh, I'm coughing up fog. Yeah, you're just like, Ugh. oh, there's another fog. Halloween Horror Nights Hollywood doesn't really do fog. No, that's they did something this year that I'm actually very pissed off at. That did you go this year? Oh yeah. Okay. The I don't remember. It was the tunnel. Yeah. Oh, the strobe lights. The strobe lights. It was so painful that I walked out with a migraine. I was like, guys, come on now. Hornet's version of of fog is strobe strobe lights lights and like techno music. Yeah, and it's not good techno music. It's it's just loud and it it tires me out more than anything. Yeah, no, 100%. But what years did you go before we continue on with the next icon? I went in 2012. For the okay. first time, which was HHN 22. Okay. And then I went the next year, sure. 23. And then uh took a year off because I had to work that year. Funny enough, I had to work Hornets that year. And then here. And then I went in HHN 25. Now, but you did, you said earlier before we started talking, you said there was a was a transitional period. Like it was considered I think it the was. worst year. Well, from from anything I've read, a lot of fans I think consider HHN twenty two one of the weaker years. Okay, because that was when they started doing a lot more of the IP oh, houses. Right. Yeah, and I think that year also I think that year had a lot of construction, and so they were that year I think had less mazes. Okay, they had like seven or seven or eight houses. Um, yeah, that it was an interesting year. Also, I think they did away with scare zones that year, oh, and they had the roaming. They had the roaming hordes. And, you know, depending on where you were in the park, you may not run into any of them yeah, yeah, yeah. at any one time. And if you're in the lines, you you know, you may miss them. No, I enjoy the scare zones more than the actual mazes sometimes. Only one of the years I went, which was 25, they had set scare zones. Yeah. That, like, I, when I went in 23, the entire park, all the scare zones were Walking Dead that oh, year. And yay. so, if you don't like Walking Dead or you're, you're tired of zombies yeah. by the end of the night, you know, so... 25 had real set scare zones, which sure. was cool. And I think my favorite one that year was 
the icons, which was on the Hollywood Boulevard Street. Well, that's what they should be. Yeah. It was really cool. There was uh, they had little um, I don't even know what you call them. They wheeled them out, and they had these little sets, little scenes, and each one was specific to that icon. There was oh, okay. like caretakers mortuary, and then it was Jack on a stage. Sure. And then Jack had a stage show at the end of the street called The Carnage Returns. Yeah. And it was Jack and Chance, and they had like a full stage show. It was actually really cool. Well, they step it up. That was the first year. Well, not that. That was the first time I went to Orlando was when I saw the um, the Beetlejuice rockin' musical graveyard. Musical. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember thinking like this is really dumb, but I really like it. Oh yeah. Um and then they do then that went away. And then they did the um the Ghostbusters down Main Street where Beetlejuice would turn them into like he make them lip sync and stuff. I've seen pictures of this. It's a fun show, but it it's also kind of like one you have to remember what the hell a Beetlejuice is, also what his powers were and also what a Ghostbuster is. Uh-huh. And like to kids these days, they maybe know Ghostbusters. They may know if you're like a, if you're like a young goth kid who's obsessed with Tim Burton, then you've seen Beetlejuice. Yeah, but it was more for adults. Like, uh-huh. and then but the adults are like they don't care anymore. You're just like, yeah, I'm good. Like, Can yeah. you imagine? I can't think of that happening nowadays where you merge IP like that because Beetlejuice is Warner's and Ghostbusters is Sony, and being able to put the two. Yeah, Beetlejuice is always still walking around. Yeah. Um, Universal Studios though, for some reason. Yeah. Um, did you ever, when you were there, had Jaws closed yet? Um, yeah, it was closed when I went there, but I've been on Jaws. Okay. So I, I I'm very sad that it's gone. Yeah, too. no, it was a great ride. Um, yeah. Well, so I mean, we got something cool in, in lieu of it, like what replaced it is really cool. Diagon Alley is awesome, but I still yeah, miss yeah. Jaws. No, it's, it's a shame because like when I worked there, we would do, um, they call it Shark in the Dark. Because once a year, they would do the whole ride pitch black. That's cool. It was actually quite frightening. I think the boathouse scene would be terrifying. Oh, it was terrifying. I don't like things in the water. I Even mean, if you know the beats of that ride really well, yeah. that shark popping out of the water in the boathouse is still really creepy. I mean, the fact that they, they were like, hey, you know what we're going to do? We're going to do a Jaws ride. No, no. We're going to do Jaws 2, which I find to be ballsy. Because uh-huh. that movie, not good. <laughs> uh, I like Jaws 2. It's, well, look, compared to... Four, it's a masterpiece that deserves an Oscar. Yeah, Listen, Jaws two, Jaws one's incredible, one of the best movies ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jaws two is a good movie, but when you just put it next to the original, no, oh, yeah, it's just not as good. And then there's part three, which is its own beast, but I enjoy it because it's its own thing. Sure. Yeah. And then four. Oh man, four's rough. <laughs> Four just makes you angry to four watch. Four is rough because it, I, I love the tagline Jaws for the Revenge. It's this time it's personal. You're like, what's personal? I think the they, tagline for two is the best. They kill the, the shark at the end of yeah, each. It's never personal. It's never personal. Like, it's like, Does that movie try to set up as a, like a lineage? Yes. Yes. Revenge? You're just like, I'm sorry, what now? What? And then no, the shark swam from New England all the way to the Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. To hunt the Brody family. Yeah, then they were there implied like <laughs> great whites cannot actually survive in that kind of temperature of water. They have to be in like hot or uh, cold water more. And it was like, yeah, everything about this movie is terrible. Yeah, that's <laughs> fair. But they did find the, they pulled the, the actress out of mothballs to come back for it. I mean, that's good. The ride though was great. Was great. A hundred percent. But yeah, so, I, so you think it was just a lousy year because of all the constructions and redesigning. Well, you know what? Every so often, the theme park, they want to try something different. Yeah. They, they, they're like, we're going to try it. 
yeah. see how it works. They changed up the Could scare zones, I think, that year. I don't know what the, why the reasoning was. It was yeah. just roaming hordes, and it had a theme, like they were the iniquitous or something like that. Of course and, they were. And they had the most IP houses, I think, that year that they ever had. Yeah. I think they were down a location, because then they used to put haunted houses in the Jaws queue, the extended queue. I believe so. That year, because Diagon Alley and they were building it, they didn't have that. Yeah. So, you know, they had to sort of, I think that was a big transition year for them, too. It happens. And that was, I think, when Hollywood and Orlando started sharing sort of IP. Yeah, and the, the, the first time I did Halloween Horror Nights in Hollywood was the only time they brought one of their icons in. Well, they've done it a few times, but this was the one time I went. Is I went the director year. The first year. The first year they did it. And I remember thinking like, oh, it's the director. I know this guy. He's from back east. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And it was like a watered down version of the director. Like they didn't have any of the social media aspects going along with it. The commercials. The, um, the what do you call it? Um, oh, man. When you like, you go to the internet and you uh, check out something uh, to lead you into something else. You get excited for it. like all that mass social media. Okay, can, I can't think of the term right now. Me either. But when I think of it at three a.m. and I text you, just yeah, remember yeah. that. Okay. But it was one of those things where there's like, oh, the mass marketing is all together. They didn't do any of that. And I remember when I, we got there, and I remember people were like, I don't know what's the director, and it just didn't work here. No, like the icon doesn't work in LA. I don't know if it's because we don't have the 25 years of them taking over the park. Yeah. And also again, size. I think it just really comes down to we don't have a lot of room here. And which always was funny because in Orlando they had like um seven, eight haunted houses. And we had like four out here and I was excited for those four. It started with one. Yeah. And now we have like 20. I'm being very funny in exaggeration, but it's like a good eight. And it Seven feels like it's too dead. much. Like, I get really? into them and I'm like, mm, this is too much now. I still feel like when I get done with all with most of the houses, I still feel like... Because in Orlando, they have ten now. And I always go, like, that feels like a really good number of houses. There's a lot to do. Yeah. And, it fills and you hope time. that seven of them are good. Yes. And then the other two are okay. Yeah. And then that last one's not terrible. And that's... Off, I've... Felt that before. There's oh, there's no, always one. There's one, one house one that is does never not good. work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, should we go down the houses? That, the, like the one house that didn't work. Sure. I mean, which one for you? For me, the one that I think didn't work the most was, and it was weird because I think it was it was a sequel house to a fan favorite uh, from I think 2008. Okay. And it was in the the last year when it was in HHN 25. It was called Havoc. So I don't even know what that is. And it, it, had, it was like you were on a train and the train derailed and they had a whole train derailment scene. It was massive. Okay, sounds cool. That Was that it? It was like a lot of like Bane kind of guys like trying to scare you in cages. Cool. And sure. I didn't get one scary room of that house. Yeah. And that was just the house I walked out of and I went, okay. I don't know. I guess this year's for me would have to have been um, that Blumhouse one. Oh, okay. Because I don't know those movies. I don't, those aren't for me. Like, those aren't, that's not my generation's horror. So when i watching those Blumhouse things, I'm like, cool. I don't know what this is. Who are you fighting? Okay. What's your, what's your icon here you're trying to make me be fearful of? And then it's just like, oh, it's a crazy girl. I don't give a shit about that. I'm like, but also I went to the Blumhouse house after I did Poltergeist. 
which yeah. I'm still not sleeping from. So like, it's, that maze was pretty good. It's a yeah. As much as I am not a hundred percent for the IP that they do in Hollywood and Orlando, they do do ones though that you do not expect, and I never thought for sure a, a poltergeist house would be one of them. Yeah, like that's not an IP that's right away. Mm-hmm. Like. I would say there's a whole generation don't even know what the hell a Carolan is, let alone what a Tangina is. So, like, to see a house recreated and it looked just like the goddamn movie, that was great. And there was great special effects in it. And there was some really good scares. Yeah. And because they, they lulled you in that sense of safe security. Like, I, I don't know. I, I want to... I'm probably exaggerating because it felt longer than what it was. I swear to God, I turned 19 quarters in five minutes and it was all darkness. Yeah. And then suddenly there's a thing there. I'm sure it was like two and it was 30 seconds. But, you know, it felt like it was crazy time period. That room with the coffins and all the bodies popping out. It was out great because was, was most like, boom, of those boom, were boom, actual boom. people. Yeah. And they would baton you to the next yeah. scare actor. And... So I feel that there's been some good ones. But yeah, at the top of my head, I can't really remember anything that was bad. Now, some of the um, originals that they have done here in L.A. that they have not done in Orlando, and I'm, very, and I'm sad that they don't do these anymore, is because, you know, we're in, we're in L.A., high population of Mexican culture, so they did back-to-back years. They did the um, Yadarona story, yeah. which was genius, and it's then the next house. year they did the uh, El Cucuy story narrated by Danny Trejo. Great. House. Original houses fantastic also educational because you got to hear about some mexican folklore that maybe you didn't know about mm-hmm. i didn't know about either of those before i went through those houses. i told you at the beginning of the show that i'm kind of obsessed with yadarona and so and i'm saying it wrong because i am not that spanish to be able to say it well um that quarter hispanic in me mm-hmm. is not part of my language barrier so you were well versed with lawyer oh before. i loved it okay. but and they nailed that story so well in that that haunted house and it was scary yeah it's great uh, the um, the uh, the voiceover before I will shit you not I will text that voiceover to my friend that I went with and he will text back the next line to this day because we oh, think it great. is so funny because it was like this little old lady talking about killing her children and then we was like oh okay cool I wish that they would do more stuff like that still and they they don't take yeah. chances anymore. The Orlando version of La Llorona was really okay. Great. So they've done stuff out they there. They did. Okay, cool. They did La Llorona. Okay, and that their version was fantastic. Again, they had more rooms. They did. Yeah. They did us well. It was. It was weird. They did a lot of similar scenes as ours did. Sure, but they did two scenes that I, that we didn't have that I thought were really inventive. They did one scene where it kind of reminded me of Pirates of the Caribbean a little bit, where you're walking through the Mexican village, mm-hmm. and you're walking over a bridge, and they had a flowing. They had flowing water below you. Sure. Stuff like that was just really. I, I well, forgot I was in a haunted to house. It, yeah. Forgot I was in a haunted house. And then they had a scene later where you're entering her portal world. Okay. And it kind of felt like Poseidon's Fury a little bit. The the walkthrough show at Islands where they had uh, <laughs> they had a blue light hit and they had yeah. a ton of mist. Sure. And you're walking and they had sort of like water like falling down on you and there's a mist. It was sure. Like a tunnel sure. You walk through with mist. It was really cool and it was like dripping. So you felt like you were walking through like a water thing essentially. In the water portal. I, okay, Poseidon's Fury has got to be one of the worst and most amazing stunt it's shows ever. Phenomenal. It is phenomenal. That is the and, best word to describe it. And bonkers at yes, the same time. Yes, 100%. What's the villain's name? Couldn't tell you. Darkanon. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. I just remember, <laughs> I, I want to punch you and myself. But it was like, I remember when I first went to Island Adventure, because I worked there. I, I worked in one of the hotels. Oh, you, so, which one? Uh, Hard Rock. Oh, you worked at no. Hard Rock? Was it the Hard Rock? God, that's not a good sign. No, I worked at the Hawaiian one. Um, I don't even remember the name of it. Portofino? No, no, that's the Italian one. There was three hotels. There was Hard Rock, the Hawaiian one. And then, then, then the uh, Portofino, the Italian one. Oh, I, I worked at the Hawaiian one. Okay. I couldn't even tell you. That's not good. That's how good okay. that hotel was. I don't remember. I worked there for a year. But we would go, because um, you need good tickets and whatever. And yeah. um, what were you talking about? Poseidon's Fury. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. We would go over there on our breaks just to watch it. It was just like such a bull. I remember first walking, I'm like, what the hell is this? Yeah. It's got an amazing it, facade. I was like, I was like what? Is this a show? <laughs> Walk through? Remember the Sinbad stunt action adventure show? Do I remember that? I mean, that Do show was that? great. Oh. Now, you're too no, young. I didn't... But I'm sure you've looked it up online because you're one of those people that would do this. But uh, Hollywood had the Conan the Barbarian stunt action show. I've watched it. Right. There was one summer they changed it to Masters of the Universe. Same script... They just skinned it all for Masters of the Universe. No. Oh, 100%. was the best show ever made. So, But it was all 80s He-Man characters with people wearing those outfits. And you're like, oh, this is why X-Men don't wear yellow spandex. Because this doesn't work in life. Oh, oh, yeah. You should look that oh, up. Oh, I haven't seen that. Oh, it's fantastic. Same show. <laughs> all the same stunts. Yeah. They Instead of yelling Conan, they just yell He-Man. <laughs> That's fantastic. It's, it's great. Um, that one effect though in Poseidon's Fury before we move on sure that, that one effect where you walk into the, the with the water th- that, that water that's cool. effect is bitch no but the one where you're in the final stage arena uh-huh. and y- there's like the walls around you oh yeah the, and the lights come the up lights, and nothing's and, there and there's like yeah. you know a 360 screen around yeah. you and there's a giant battle it's like the battle. size of a fucking football field it's huge in there yeah. and there's a giant battle with screens and fire and water and it's one of those places you go in and you're like I, I looked out when you look at it from outside you're like it's just a building and then when you get in there you're like oh no I don't know where any of this they got Time Lord technology in there because yeah. I don't understand it's how this facade, fits in though. yeah it's a great the restaurant across the street is pretty good too. Mythos is great oh yeah it's good food yeah um, so you got the director who was here Jack has been here yeah 2007 but I've never seen him um, I didn't now, go that year. I my first year was two thousand eight. Now this one does sound awful. So this and I've read online this one gets kind of a shitty review. The storyteller, the evil mother goose, I uh-huh. guess. I looked at a couple different reviews and they were like, She's not a great icon. She's more of a minion. And then they were like, even her houses that year were not great. Okay. And then they brought her back a few different times here and there. But it all works into that. I saw her in the scare zone. And she was more of, a, yeah. of a, an acting character as yes. opposed to a scare. But they all kind of brings into that um, the 19 years where fear became the icon that year. This I found fascinating. Where it was they, ha- they have stories that go years into these things. Where fear had his five heralds. Jack the Clown representing chaos, the caretaker representing death, the director representing sacrifice, the storyteller representing legend, and the usher representing vengeance. And that this fear guy controlled the last 19 years of Halloween Horror Nights as if they're a fucking TV show and we should have been paying attention from the beginning. 
And they did all this through the websites. And I think that's a great use of that word I still can't think of. Uh, mass marketing media, I guess, would be a good way to describe it. Where everything's involved. The website, the people, the actors, the park itself, all the social media. That's how it should be used. Like, that's what people go for school for, to learn all that bullshit. Mm -hmm. um, I didn't hear about fear until yesterday. I had oh, never really? heard of this guy. Have you, you? So you hadn't seen videos of, like, the Scare no. Zone? And I mean, that? I've seen probably Scare Zones and those things, but I never knew they were connected. Okay. I always assumed Jack was their, their dude. It, essentially, he is. Yeah, he's like, their main he's their guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the face of Horror Nights out there. And he really should be. Like, he's fantastic. He's really good. Um, the Usher is fine. I mentioned him a few minutes ago. Um, it's not great. He's Usher. He, he's like a fan of the opera kind of that, S character. So that was 2009, his first appearance at HHN 19. The Usher? The Usher. Okay. That was the first year I started following the website, and they did the clues where he was coming back, and he was he had like been murdering through the years at like the movie theater, I yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the first year I ever followed the website, and that blew my mind because you know that wasn't being done out here. No, and I was going, I, I want to go to this. Like, I want to see like the the payoff of mm -hmm. this website. Essentially, I want to see this event, and I, you know, I, I wish that I wish they would go back a little bit to the icons a little bit because I feel it's cool for the fans, the hardcore you yeah. know, fans. If it doesn't work for the for like the, the general audience, I don't know what the hurt would be. Uh, yeah, and then they try to do um, every every so often. It looks like every like five years they're like, "Here, we're gonna try something different." And then you get Lady Luck. Okay, it's I think the fine. idea of Lady Luck might be my favorite. The concept is fine. The early videos and the teasers they I've did, seen a lot of those. I yeah. thought were really cool, and they that excited me the most. Mm. And then I think when they announced the houses that year, I was perplexed that she didn't have a house. Yeah. Which would seem like a given. Yeah, always... The icon should always have a house. They didn't? Like, it's weird when they don't. I don't think they brought her back for HHN 25. No, she's never come back. I think she's like a one-done thing. And Bloody Mary. I enjoy the concept behind the Bloody Mary, but she's another one that's never come back. I think it's a rights issue. Oh, someone owns the rights to that story? I think so. That's what I read online. What? I mean, that's like... Michael Jackson owning the rights to the Happy Birthday song. Like it's this weird thing where you're just like, why? Well, how do you have? Why do you have rights I, to? I want to say that's why she never. No, no, I believe it. you. I just think it's stupid. Yeah. Um, also, he fucked kids, so you know Michael Jackson's bad. Lady, so Lady <laughs> Luck was. Do you uh, watch the Do you watch the documentary yet? No, I've heard about it. Oh, we're a horror podcast. I can't even talk about how horrific that was. I, I, I heard it's <laughs> it's so dark. I heard it's. <laughs> yeah, I walked away with like going, huh. It's really difficult for me right now because I really like thriller, and then you but I wanna, don't believe in pedophilia. And then you just <laughs> want to dump all the records that you own in the dumpster. I'm just like, I'm not yeah. that old to have records. Come on now, I'm, I'm staring at records on the wall. Those are mine. Okay. <laughs> um, but it is, yeah, that's horrific. We will not talk about that here. No. Yeah, Bloody Mary. Um, you know, if I can figure out a way to cut all that, I will. <laughs> yeah. The, um, but like the, we were talking about fun things. I know, sorry, I, I, I got dark. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's macabre. Uh, but Bloody Mary and the Lady Luck, I think, have only been used like once. Yeah. Like, it's just kind of like... Did you ever see the pictures of Lady Luck's scare zone from that year? No, is it bad? The masks are interesting. Okay. I mean, the viral marketing... That was it. 
Viral marketing. That's the term I was trying to think of. The, the viral marketing they did for her was good. I just didn't care. Like, at the end of the day, I was like, I like that you're trying something different. This is just not a theme I'm interested in. Yeah. But I like that you took a chance because that could be something that people really do like. Speaking of taking a chance. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I don't like her. Cause it's, really? Because it's Harley Quinn. That's fair. It's just it's it's just Universal's ripoff of Harley. Oh, Jack's got to have a girlfriend that he had originally, and it kind of has the same origin of Harley. Like she was just a background character, and over time she became a thing. Wasn't she also a psychiatrist? Oh God, was she really? Or no, her house at least was set in an asylum. Okay, I think. Sure. For twenty six, I didn't go to that, but I just remember reading it. Yeah. Um. I mean, even to I liked her, her the stage show. She, the stage show aside, because she was fine. I liked her, but her look, voice, it's presence, fair. the hammer, everything—you're like you're just—it's Harley. You're Clark. just not Harley. Like even the pigtails yeah. are two different colors. And I was like, yeah. really? Could he? You, there could have been some difference. Let me ask you this: Do you think yeah. we're getting another icon soon? Maybe. I mean, it's been a while since they've had one down there. I mean, do you think we get one at twenty nine? 30, I, mean, I feel I mean, like 30 is a given we're getting Jack again. Uh, yeah, probably. I did, I, as of to yesterday when I looked online, they had no icons the last two to three years, uh-huh. and this year First looked chance. like they had nothing coming this year either. But it is also very too early in the year before they start doing their viral shit where they're like, oh, we're going to yeah. start planting the seed now. They'll probably announce the big maze, which I feel like if you went off of last year, you can probably already guess what that would probably be. Maybe it. Well, I mean, what was the big i the big IP house last year? I can already, I could probably get take an educated guess as to like what would probably be coming back. Halloween, Stranger Things. Oh, see, and I disliked it so much I don't even think about the it. House. Actually, you know what? Fuck it, I take back my Bloomhouse answer. That was the worst house. You thought that was the worst? It house? It was terrible. I there's no scares. Also, it begs the question: What am I actually afraid of in this show? See, you you don't like the Demogorgon? I no. Because I don't get it. Like, I'm watching... Like, I'm... They essentially just walked you through season one. Uh-huh. There was no dark. It was all lit. And, look, I love 80s music. Too much 80s music. And, and like, they didn't play the theme. And, like, and then that pussy monster kept jumping out of different places. And I was like, I can see... I see you. You're right there. Because there's no place for you to hide. You're a giant monster with a... Yeah, a bloom head. I don't know where you're going to hide. Yeah, I didn't I like was it. Able, it really you are disappointed able to spot me. him. That was a disappointment easy. because it's so much was hung on that IP. I love yeah. the show. Sure, a show. I'm not talking about the show. I'm no, just no, talking no. about the haunted house. And this was this was me going in. I I adore the show. It's one of my sure. favorite things. I I when I went to Atlanta, I went to like the the filming locations and took pictures. Oh, okay, you're that guy. Yeah, that's cool. Still respect, yeah. respect. So I went into that. Um, so I was really excited for the house when they announced it. Sure. It was curious, though, when you walked into a soundstage, because they put that house in a soundstage. Yeah. And it had no facade. I never once thought, I'm in this movie. I'm and on had a that soundstage. And it, it was interesting, there was no facade. Yeah. And then you walk through, and there was like none of the characters, really, except for a couple. And yeah, then, I, I didn't, it didn't work for me. Um no, I think this... Yeah, they're probably going to bring back Stranger Things. That thing had three-hour waits on. Yeah, that was also screw off. But uh, I think Stranger Things definitely would come back. I think it will be a thing this year. What about uh, Warner Brothers? 
think that's from what I read on forums. That's sort of like the consensus is. Oh, you talk about the Warner Brothers horror experience. Yeah. Um, I don't, don't know if they're like... actually going to do one this year. Really? They 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 did they lost money. I know some guys who work over there high up in the department, and they were saying um, it's it's they're not they haven't decided yet. Oh wow! Because. I found this interesting. This could be interesting to you, boring for anyone who doesn't understand like how things work. But so that back lot, yeah, um, they were using. Um, I call it Stars Hollow because that's where Gilmore Girls was filmed. So sure. Stars Hollow, yeah, um, that area on the back lot, they actually charged the studio to use, which I thought was weird because it's like, but it's your studio. So you're going to charge, because they were like, well, people still would rent it if we weren't using it. I was like, would they? Like, how many shows are filming right now that require that specific facade? Not many. But anyway, that's just my bitch. But anyway, they had to charge them, like, I think, probably half a million dollars for that. Just to use that land. Just that, use that lion for, like, whatever, how many, it was like six weeks long, tops. Uh To build it, and then. And they only did it 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 four nights a week anyway. And they charged you ninety bucks a ticket. Hope they made the money back. But the World Series was happening at the same time. It was super hot. Uh, the eighty dollar ticket was keeping people away, and they didn't have a lot of IP that people were necessarily into. So yeah. they didn't have a very good. Year. They did. They did good, but they didn't do universal numbers. Yeah. Now, did you go to it? No. Worth. Every penny I that was spent, okay. it is so good that it's upsetting that not a lot of people went to it. Okay, because it's not a horror. It's not like you went. Oh, I'm going to stand in line and get scared. There was all that, but like, it was a horror experience. It wasn't a haunted house. Okay, like you went to it and you were in that world. I saw the Camp Crystal Lake. Yeah, it, it was, was like they recreated Crystal Lake. Hundred percent. That you were bust out with a tram to their forest back lot where there was a lake, and it was amazing. And it was pitch black, fog everywhere. I mean, you're in Arkham Asylum. Like you are logged in as an inmate. Like you had to stand in line and get your mug shot. And then they give you the rules, like Harley. Well, Doctor Harley Quinzel comes out, and gives you the rules. Like That's cool. you can't do this in Arkham. And then you go in, and you're in the video game. You know, you're in the It house. Like, so it was an... The Conjuring house still scares me to this day, what they did in that thing. Okay. Like, because it's actors. You're a small group of ten being walked through the Conjuring Museum of Ed and Lorraine, and shit goes crazy. So all the actors react to it. You're reacting to their reactions. I mean, some special effects I've never seen before in person to attack you you know what i mean so it's amazing and it's upsetting that it probably won't come back maybe it will it's still early to, to tell right now i wish almost in orlando or even in hollywood if they ever went back to icons you know you have the, the websites and they they build, yeah. they build the story i almost wish the icon house would be sort of like how you just described those where it's almost like a guided tour sure experience but the problem is with universals there you know it's the buffet line it's so crowded it's yeah. it, that's i universal really has to work hard this year to woo me back okay after last year because it was just 
hours and hours of standing in line. And even if you bought the $100 ticket, you still waited an hour, an hour, an hour, an hour. You're just like, why did I spend extra to get this special pass to let me cut the normies? I'm still waiting. In a really long Because line. everyone bought the special ticket. Where Knott's Berry Farm, I had that special ticket. Oh, I was fucking like Prince... Whatever. Uh, uh, Prince you of Boo Boo. Oh, they were throwing down panels. They were like, oh, do you have, are, are you all with the special bands? Yes, ma'am. Party of seven right this way. They stopped the normal people. They were like, oh, no, not you, trash. You can't go in. Like, they let just our group go by ourselves. That's cool. $100? Yeah, that's a big ask. I will pay it from here on out. Once yeah. I've tasted the elitism, Shane, I'm never going back. <laughs> You're never going back. Like I was like, I, I looked at those. I was like, oh, look at you people waiting in line. <laughs> Trash. I was like, you have to, you have to spend. You have to get this purple band. This purple band means I'm better than you. Um, it was fantastic. That's cool. I understand why people spend the money now. Yeah, I've never done it before because I didn't want to spend the money. You know, now I have, so you know, I did for Horror Nights Hollywood this past last year. I did, um, I bought the September pass, I did as well. I went a couple times. Oh, shit, I ran into you one night, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I actually enjoyed that because I'm a local, I love, I can go. Yeah, you, we just went like you just do two houses in one night, you're like, I'll come back tomorrow, I'm good. exactly. And yeah, do the yeah, other yeah. ones before you know, the other ones I didn't do yeah. that don't have a line, you would just do that, and I actually really enjoyed that. And it kept, you know, the experience of Hornets going throughout September for me. Sure. I and like I that. might do that, but they have to really have good stuff this year. Good content. And yeah. um, right now, if it's just, if they're bringing Walking Dead and Stranger Things with me, I'm like, mm. I'm hoping it's Haunting of Hill House. That'd be great. Because that would be really It'd scary. be really good, but it's also like, what's, your, what's your, your 80s or old movie you're bringing back? They always do one. One you classic, know? like American Werewolf or Poltergeist yeah. or... I did okay. So this last year, though, at Universal Horror Nights in um, L.A., it was the first year I had seen Coodles the Clown. Okay, so kind of an icon. Is that L.A.'s icon? This creepy. Apparently, this is his second go through. Yeah. I had never seen him before. I found him to be very fascinating as a character. I liked him but too. He was tram only. Yeah, and that worked well for the story that they gave us. That they the tram is always like its own little thing, and I thought Coodles the Clown was interesting, and it was gross, and it was fun, and you know it was not as good as Jack, but I liked it, and I was like, all right, is this a thing we're going to do from here on out? Like the tram will have its own character. The terror tram always kind of has been the icon, yeah, because it kind of encompasses Mm -hmm. all the IP from the event. Yeah, I remember that Saw took over one year, which was yeah, fine. I like, don't like Saw, but it, that's a neat concept. And Saw had, that year, I remember that was 2009, it had My Bloody Valentine and Michael Myers on it, too, yeah. within Saw, because those were the other IPs that were there that year. Okay, sidebar. The My Bloody Valentine walkthrough maze that yeah. year, hands down one of my favorite mazes ever. Done. That was fantastic. It was such a dark horse that no one saw coming. Yeah. And there was no one ever in that line. Like, I yeah. felt bad for those people. They were like, they're being paid and they're just standing there. So we went, we went there like three times. That was before it got so crowded. Yeah. You remember those years? But, I mean, that was, we walked into that room and it was pitch black except for like a, you know, like a barbed wire fence or something. And I was like, what is this? And that, and that ore car comes slamming down the hill and runs into you, but it stopped by the uh-huh. fence. Oh man. I think my urine is still up there. I mean, like, it was just like, that was such a great, small little yeah. house. that, And for a movie that actually I don't dislike. Okay. I was like, 
all right, this is fun. Yeah. It's stupid as hell, but, you know, whatever. You know, why has it got to be 3D? <laughs> That's because why not? The original um, wasn't in 3D, was it? No, it was made yeah. like 78. Like, no, man. Have you ever seen the original? Huh? Canadian film? Oh, yeah. It's good. Yeah. I don't mind this. I, I don't need any more, though. Like, okay. I'm, I'm glad that it didn't do so successful. They were like, My Bloody Valentine 3D 2. You're like, that's a lot of numbers in your title. Stop. <laughs> 3D 2. I was like, or maybe probably 2 3D. I don't yeah. know. Have you ever heard about the incident in 1986? No. Okay. So apparently... This is Hollywood? This is Hollywood Horror Nights before it was Horror Nights. I think they were still calling it Fright Night back in the day. Um... I think I think if I if my research is correct, it happened in 1986. So taking a cue from Not Farm, which had been going for 14 years at that point because they started it. Yeah, um, they, they started it. their Universal Horror Nights, and their thing would be the Terror Tram. That was what they were going to lead off with. Is like, hey, come to us, Terror Tram. Um, they had a nighttime version where they, you know, we've been on it where they black out and they do all the scare actors or whatever. I guess one of the scare actors got too enthusiastic. And fell between two of the tram cars and he got crushed. So they discontinued scare actor attacks on the tram for about a long time. Yeah. Wow. Yes, yeah, so that that was kind of... They don't even really do them now. No, that's why. They still don't do it. They wait for it to stop yeah. you to get off and then they connect. Yeah, because you know, overzealous actors. You're, I get it. Yeah. You've worked it. Have you, were you a scare actor? Yeah. Or, okay, were you just there? I worked, just worked. But still, you get it. The vibe. Yeah. Everyone's, the euphoria, the, the synergy, everyone's into the vibe. You're just like, it's Halloween, I'm scaring people. Yeah! You yeah, know, I get it. Guests are crazy, it's yes. fog, it's, it's chaos, it's dark. Alcohol. You're yeah. always, I, I was always shocked. I worked in, in and around scare zones and I was always shocked that more, you know, more accidents didn't happen. Cause were you, uh, what were you doing? I did, I did, uh, like, surveys. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think they're killing Dracula over there. What did you do? Uh, I did surveys in the park. Oh, that's right. You did yeah. tell me that. Because yeah, I was like, oh, you're that guy. Hi. <laughs> Where did you come from today? I just, I just want to go on the ride. Can you, can, you just, can you just move? Please tell me. This is my job, you know. Um, okay, this is funny. I worked near near a Walking Dead scare zone. That okay. Year, on yeah, the back lot. Sure. I stood in that scare zone. I got scared all the time. Oh, yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Behind you. And I would always jump even though, you know. Yeah, you I know knew. it was there. I knew it was there. Still got scared. No, I worked... I didn't work at the Halloween Horror Nights, but I did work at Universal for about seven months. I, I worked in the um, the cartoon store. Okay, Cartoon Universal? Yeah, before they changed it to whatever it is now. Yeah. Um, I worked at Christmas. Okay. So it was all the Christmas shit. Uh-huh. I hate Grinch. <laughs> I, I mean, I hated the Grinch before I worked there. Now I really dislike the Grinch. Man, so many people talking like Jim Carrey. And I'm always like, I'm glad that that's the IP they have for Christmas. Because it does make sense. Mm-hmm. I get it. The Grinch is an icon for Christmas. Bring it. I don't want it. Yeah. But they really lean heavy into it. And I'm like, well, it's all I got. So, go for it. I mean. I really enjoy the Grinchmas event. At, you know, sure. As a guest. Yeah. Like, if you go, I find it to be for I guess some square inch you know for the yeah, park sure I think it's one of the more successful oh it's a, it's Christmas, very successful like Christmas events yeah. well I'm almost talking creatively sure like when you go through it as a guest experience I think it's one of the most you know wildly successful like the theming the, the whole atmosphere like I I really soak in the Christmas atmosphere sure um 
I'm not a Christmas hater. I oh do. Boy. I no, no, no. I love Christmas. Okay. I don't. Man, it's weird I, to describe it because I have my own views on the. I like old school Christmas, where it's like. Tell me, Krampus. Yes, I like the paganism of Christmas. Oh, okay. I'm one of those. Like to me, when I see a Santa, to me is not what Coke turns Santa into. Santa to me is like an old bearded Gandalf looking motherfucker in a red suit. Maybe has horns. Not out of his head. They're just antlers on his hood. Okay. You know, like I go pagan Christmas. I love the decorations. I love the stuff. I don't like the commercialism of Christmas. That's it. That's all. Okay. I, I was raised Catholic. I have to like Christmas in some aspect for some weirdness. Okay. Um, you know, uh, look, I used to help my mother set up the nativity scene every year. It was fun for a while. And then you get older and you're like, I have questions about how this happened. <laughs> you know, and the priest is like, oh, Lord. <laughs> it's like, you know, um, I'm in an annual nativity Christmas. No, show. sure. And it's, I, I'm as like, I, I'm listening 100%. to Christmas music in the summertime. Oh, see, I can't do that. Oh, I do that. No, no. And to me, it doesn't start until December 1st. Now, Grant, I say that, and it's on, you know, audio in the world. It's out there. Yeah. Let's be honest. Day after Thanksgiving, privately, I'm listening to Christmas music. But publicly, it don't start until December 1st. Leland, <laughs> I was listening beginning of September last year. No, I year. can't do that, man. Because that takes away from my Halloween uh, playlist. I take a little brief, I take it like a brief uh, detour. You know, for Halloween, though, I'm listening all year round. Sure. It never stops. I- but Christmas, I kind of lightly will start it. I'll put on like the Christmas, you know, holiday album in my car, and that's that's sort of my oh, September man, a little bit. And then by the time I get to, because I always feel if I started in Thanksgiving time, by the time you know Christmas, you know, New Year's is kind of like when Christmas ends. Like theory, day, yeah, yeah, day yeah, yeah, after yeah. New Year's is when it it's kind of being scrubbed away from. Oh no, reality. It, January first, take your shit down. Yeah. We've moved on. Yeah. Valentine's is coming. Yes. <laughs> Aren't you excited? We have to prepare for the next holiday. <laughs> and so I always find that, like, I'm always sad. I'm like, like, some years I won't listen until December 1st. Sure. And then I kind of, I'm like, oh, it's already over and I'm sad. So this past year I went, nope, September, I'm starting. Because when we get to, like, Thanksgiving time, I want to be like, I've been listening to it enough. I can deal with it going away. So then when oh, January man. 1st... 2019 hit this year and we were done with Christmas I was content I that's just for me no respect but it's yeah no I can't do it like okay um I can't even listen to some of my Halloween stuff until October really September at most oh yeah like because it just music sets a vibe for me so like maybe this will be a better analogy for it I can't have apple cider in summer it's weird. That's fair. Like, here's your pumpkin spice latte in August. No, thank you. I can't have hot chocolate. Right. Out of the, like, I the, need, the fall It month. needs to be October to enjoy a pumpkin item yeah. for me. And I feel the same way with music, depending on the holiday or what it is. That's just how my brain works. I definitely feel that with foods, though. Like, I know what you're talking about with apple cider. Yeah. That's definitely... I'm, that reminds me of Halloween and Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, it's just like, I don't want... It's the same with like Easter's coming. So, yeah. but they started selling Easter stuff in February. I don't want to look at an egg right now. Yeah, I'm not ready oh, for that. the egg candy. That I hear. April egg candy. Bring it. Yeah, 
Not March. March is green things because yes. of St. Patty's Day. Yes. <laughs> no, 100%. I, it's summertime. You want like a Coca-Cola and a hot dog. It's summertime. You yeah. want to like enjoy summer kind of barbecue now, granted, food. I'm an ex-goth guy, so I wear black in the summer still to this day, and I'm miserable. But as I've gotten older, I've realized, you know what? A light blue doesn't hurt. <laughs> but I still got my black shorts on, so I feel good about it. But it is, yeah, I, it, it, wow, we went, I don't even know how we fell down this hole. <laughs> we were talking about Hornets at some point, and then we, I think we just transitioned. Uh, I guess, I, to your point of wanting to talk about Hornets, I guess mine was, I'm not ready mm-hmm. because it's April. Yeah. I guess that's well, where we're not. We're not talking about no. That's like, why we're talking about other things. Yeah. Speculation. It's not like it's a review no. podcast for no. That, we'll do that later. We'll get to that. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll, like because we'll do this probably for knots. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, like we'll do the other events, which you need to do this year. I do. Yeah. How yeah. long has it been? Uh, two years. Oh, I thought it would be like ten or something. No, no, no. Oh. I went. I went two years ago. I've, oh. I've probably been. Right. Three I thought or... you were like, oh, I haven't been in like no twenty five years. It, it honestly like, came down to uh, it just. Dividing money for that month. Oh no, hundred percent. And, and it's you know I've been going to Hornets because I've been going to Universal since I was like six. Yeah, yeah, so I get it. Hornet like Universal and Hornets, just that's out of the question. I'm going to it. Yeah. And then it's figuring out. I was. It's always hard to plan things with people. You know. Yeah. Friends and getting suck. getting getting groups to go <laughs> and then drive all the way out yeah. to, to Knots and stuff. Just hard to plan and money. See, I'm the opposite. Okay. Knots is the one. Yeah. And I base everything out around Knots. Yeah. And I love Knots. No, I know. I get you. I get where you're going with it. Yeah. If it was a little closer, I would, you know, oh, be a little a easier. Oh, a year pass. A hundred percent. Boysenberry Festival. Explain Boysenberry Festival. <laughs> well, you know what a Boysenberry is, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm aware of it. Okay. Yeah. You know, they made it, right? Like, it was it's not like a natural phenomenon. Like, it's a, it's a science thing. They combined a blueberry and a strawberry. Boom, boysenberry. Mr. Knotts? Like in all of them? Like they did? I, I don't know if it was a Mr. Knotts was it, was it the people that owned the park made this? I don't know. Look, I'm giving you base knowledge that I've gathered on Wikipedia, and I didn't dive that much down the hole for <laughs> it. and the Peanuts gang or yeah, like oh, the muscle? It was, it was totally a Linus situation. <laughs> yeah, Linus. Um, but no, every uh, in the springtime, they do a boysenberry festival at Knotts okay. where you just go... And everything you can think of in a, as a food item has boysenberry on it. Hit me with some of these. Boysenberry cookie. A okay. boysenberry falafel. A bo- not falafel. Um, I was going to say, you went from cookie to that. And I was like, bitch. no, you got to build that one What's the, um, the fair thing you get? The donut that's not a donut? It's oh, like a, um, uh, funnel cake. Funnel cake. Yeah. Falafel. Funnel cake. Uh, boysenberry funnel cake. My favorite, the boysenberry Slurpee. Let me tell oh, you. That sounds good. Oh, Good isn't the word. Grand. The, the, what phenomenal. The, I took one slurp last year at Har- or Scary Farm, and I was like, it was like I had the Jaws push pull. Like I slurped. It was. It was like. Oh. I was like, they, it was like that scene in Lord of the Rings. I had to get yeah. off the road because it was so goddamn good. Can you imagine drinking that while sitting on Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? Again, just that would be that would be like probably euphoria. What the hell's Kingdom of the Dinosaurs? That was the old ride that that Voyage of the Iron Reef replaced. You don't remember that? The King, no. where it was like the time travel dark ride. No, I've never been on that. Oh, because that Iron Reef thing is one of balls. That thing's terrible. One of the best dark rides ever. Yeah? It was Kingdom of the Dinosaurs. I'll look it, it up. It was later. fantastic. You time travel back. There was like cavemen. There were uh, like wolves, woolly mammoths. Sure. It was. It was just like a really. It was like uh, Spaceship Earth. But at 
But uh, yeah, Spaceship Earth is that Epcot. If, if you haven't been on it, it's the golf ball. Yes, it's the golf ball, and it's a fantastic dark ride. It's great. Yes, but it is weird. Very. So oh, it's, man. it was it was that sort of uh, tone lighting, sure, that kind of a ride system. Oh, but, right just, on. but it was where the Voyage of the Iron Reef. That is terrible. Thing is, I went on it once. I have like I was entertained. Sure. I have nothing more. To I don't do three like D stuff because okay. I get sick. Uh, we went with my buddy last year. Oh, Adam at the D and D table. Okay, uh, he he's visual effects artist. Okay, he was so angry when he got. He, just, he goes like, "That is the worst three D I've ever seen." And it was like, "We're at knots. This isn't Disney." <laughs> you know, calm it down a bit. Oh man, but if you look up the old videos of Kingdom of the Dinosaurs, yeah. it is. It is. I think. Almost as good of a dark ride as like anything Disney's ever done. We'll end on two scary things for um, in general that are not anything really related to what we're talking about, but they're scary. So yeah, horror thing. Um, have you ever gone to Epcot and done the World of Energy? Years ago. Okay. Well, did you With the ever, dinosaurs? Right. Right. Were the Ellen DeGeneres uh, robot? No? No. Sounds familiar? No. no, I remember the dinosaurs. I did this probably years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't do it the same, li- same scene. They, she fights a dinosaur. Okay. And it's an Ellen robot. Oh, wow. It is frightening. Whatever you're envisioning in your mind, that's exactly what it looks like. You should look it up later. And then to oh, secondary wow. frightening at animatronics at theme parks, not Spirit Farm's train ride. Okay. The the, yeah. uh, the calico the, the gold yes the calico mining cart ride some of the worst but best animatronics ever oh, they oh the ride is terribly wonderful that's awesome but they are frightening it's kind of like what I wish Big Thunder was because I'm just gonna say it they're racist everything about their animatronics in there are racist but unfortunately historically accurate so yes the Chinese predominantly did build railroads back in the 1840s. It happened. It's a thing. They had a look back then. I don't need to see it in an animatronic that doesn't talk at me. It just makes racist Asian noises at me when I go by. Like you remember this. You're on the train and it just kind of goes, oh. And you're like, did, did, did that thing just racist out at me? Like, it's... it's when we go this year, okay. listen, okay. it's fantastic. I like put my head like it as is, close to the... It is so insensitively wrong that I cherish every time I go on it. Didn't they redo that, right? Yeah, years. they got better animatronics now. They're less racist, but still racism. Okay. <laughs> they redid the uh, log flume a couple years ago, too. Yeah. I'm new new that. animatronics in there. That's fantastic. I enjoy the Halloween Hoot Nanny every year. And then, do they do anything with that at Scary Farm anymore? Yeah, the Halloween Hoot Nanny. What is that? I thought, but they, they used to I, I, do like a maze. Yeah, yeah. Now it's um, the last couple of years. A uh, flying saucer has smashed into the side of the mountain, so aliens have taken over. Sounds like the greatest thing. I've ever and heard um, in my life. Uh, uh, they're having a Halloween Hoot Nanny, and and at the end of it, there's a spider on drums and an, a, and a dog and an alien hanging out with the humans, and they're they're drinking and having a good time right as you go over the side of the hill. Why wasn't I told about this by more people? This is like everything I've ever wanted. <laughs> it's pretty good. Now, back in the day, though, yeah. I that, remember they did a Red oh, Riding Hood one when yeah, I went yeah. years ago. This was probably 2012. Uh, Sleepy Hollow a couple years. Um, no, they, that They was, did Evil Dead, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah, you would be on it, and the, the log flume would go around the corner, and people would actually be in there shaking rattles at you. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, terrifying That's me. terrifying, because you have nowhere to run. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, granted, they're stationary. You're moving. Why would they stop that? And they used to do that on the Calico Mine Train. Yeah, I'd seen that before. They used to pop out at like like a, kind of on the side, mm-hmm. like shake cans at you. Uh, there, there was one year they made the Calico Mine Train into like a witch's coven. Yeah, and or a giant spider was in the middle of it. And I it, it, the just, it just it just hung there. Like it never yeah. once moved. It didn't even blink. But you know they're redoing the rapids right now, aren't they? Aren't they redoing that? Oh, I'm attraction. I ain't gonna go on no damn rapids. Oh, you've never been on that? Nah, man. Oh, it's fun. Uh, I don't want to get wet. I think they're kind of doing like what they did with the Calico Mine Train in the log, sure. right? Like they're kind of like the Good, animatronics are should. getting redone. I just like that they're redoing it, and like tearing it down. The concept behind a rapid ride is great. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm on water. I'm getting thrown around. Yeah, it's fun. In the moment, it's fun. But when you're wet, two hours later, walking at dusk with a, with soggy underwear and, and socks, the fun is no longer there. Bringing this back to Universal, I remember... Yeah, we'll end there. That's what this is about. Yeah. I remember uh, going at Islands of Adventure, going on the Popeye and Bluto's build drop barges. Oh, you fool. Getting drenched. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do it every time. Yeah, it's yeah. one of the best rides. And then going around the park and going to Poseidon's Fury, and that thing is just cold. Yeah. And I was freezing yeah, yeah. leaving that. And I went, this was all just bad decisions. I never went on the, the Popeye ride, but I did do the... The Dudley Do Rights uh, log flume several times, where they just you go under a waterfall. They just hold a hose at you. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, there's a reason why they always go. We have lockers for free for you to put yeah. your items in because you will be getting wet. Yeah. But in their defense, though, I have been. I lived in Orlando for two years. It's hot. So you like that? Yes. Get yeah. wet. Yeah. But also, it dries. Instantaneous, you know. Yeah, that is the greatest uh, log ride drop. I think is definitely. Oh no, that's a great ride. That is a yeah. fantastic like that final drop where you go mm. into that building and then out. I mean, that year, uh, two thousand two, two thousand one. Um, no, no, two thousand two was the first year they did that Islands of Adventure Halloween Horror Nights, and I remember they did a um, carnage themed. I've, I have read about this. Yeah, I, I I saw it. I did it. It was it was pretty good. They had. Um, comic appropriate crossbones with chainsaws walking around trying to get you and everything was drenched in the red black carnage symbiote and you had to walk through his prison cells and all it was good that's cool yeah I mean you'll never see that no no I remember back in the day we there was a conversation that was always happening around the campfires and stuff at the Universal was like how long did Universal have the Marvel contract for and at the day they said it was a hundred year contract I don't know how true that was because, you know, you hear people talk to you about stuff. But if anyone's going to break a contract, it will be the mouse. And I was like, oh. They got an army of lawyers. Oh, a literal army. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Any final thoughts on Halloween Horror Nights? Um, You have a favorite maze of all time? From Orlando? Man... Yeah, but I mean, was it that one with all the with all the different IP characters? Like uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to say that was the one because that was the first one. I think that was my first real haunted house in a theme park with like high budget. Yeah, like San Diego, we'd have stuff like um, they got a haunted hotel and Fear Street on Market Street. You know, those things, abandoned buildings, kind of a situation. Okay, and they were fine. Yeah, um, it's kind of like what uh, Queen Mary. Like yeah, um, they had one um, I thought was great is when you walk through Jurassic Park, they had raptors hidden in the uh, 
Okay. In the um, the foliage. That's so cool. You would be walking and you hear the the noises, like the raptor scream, and then like a puppet would like and would just disappear and you know how many times did you turn and say, Clever girl? Oh, probably every time, because I'm an asshole. But you know <laughs> Workers are like never heard that before. Yeah, stun shut up. Did you have a favorite maze that just blew your mind? Um Okay, I, I have two sep I think I have a top three. One in there is probably my favorite experience through a haunted house. That's the other fair. one's my favorite maze I think they ever did. Um, the, the most scared I ever was going through a haunted house was in uh, Halloween Horror Nights 23. They did American Werewolf in London. I heard that was a good one. That one. And I, I loved the movie. Sure. And I'd, I had seen it. And so going through it, I was like, how are they going to do this? Right. Like, what's and when you walk in, man, they built the slaughtered lamb and it looked just like it. And they had the audio from the movie, like yeah. the dialogue. And I was just like, and then they did this cool thing where you exit the bar and you're in kind of like this brick kind of like mortuary stuff, or like a uh, crypt kind of and sure. you're walking and it's like pitch black and you could just hear like the music the score from the movie and I'm just it's like that dread of just waiting for the scare and then it's like the strobe light hits and you see you know, Jack on the ground getting attacked by the wolf sure. and I was like oh my gosh yeah. they built a, like a like a they built the werewolf and then it pops out of the dark at you I probably pissed my pants sure and that that was the most scared I ever was going through a house, and I was like, I this and this now this is terrifying, yeah. and I love that one. I think the best one that I ever went to was when I went to Hornets twenty five, and they did the Jack presents twenty five years. Uh-huh. And the way do you know about that house? No. The way that house worked was that was sort of like the big celebration house. I think it was like the biggest house they'd ever built at that sure. time, and it was like a, you walk in, it was a giant uh, painting of Jack on like a fence, and it was kind of a carnival. You know, atmosphere in every room you walked through was a room from, uh, like an original house of theirs over there. So there was like oh, okay. Scary Tales was like the first room. Then there was um, the Forsaken, and then there was uh, Caretaker had had a room, and then there was uh, Gothic. If mm-hmm. you remember that maze, which was another one that I loved, where it was like flying gargoyles. Sure, they brought that one back. They had so it was every room they had a, they had a Dracula scene, a Frankenstein scene. They did all the different icons and like. The most popular houses of the years had like a one room, so it was just a giant collage of uh, hornets from the past twenty five years. That maze, I think, was probably my favorite. All right, because I wish I could get through that one so many more times. Sure, that's that's probably my this is answer. answer. Why do we love Halloween hornets? Why do I love Halloween hornets? Yeah, it's Halloween. Yeah, it's a good answer. <laughs> it's a good answer. <laughs> I, I was like, was there anything that like? Nope. Nope. Brings it back to it. Just no, love. No, just, I just love haunted houses. Yeah, yeah, it's not good. I mean, they do good. The difference between them and Knots is Knots relies on Halloween. They do witches, ghosts, goblins, yes. black cats. You know what I love more. But occasionally, it is nice to be scared by Freddy Krueger. Yeah, you know, I I'm not anti IP. I just feel there should be a nice mix of IP. I think you can does. do like. Yeah, Orlando doesn't nice as they are the superior horror nights, but I like their also balance. they've had 20, 30 years to do it. Yeah. They got the more space. It's nice to see a high budget on the house, you know. Uh, yeah, no, that's pretty much all I got. Yeah, yeah, I think that's all I got too. All right, well, that is us for this week. Uh, we will be back another time to talk about something else kind of spooky. So, Thank you for listening. Wow, you're very professional. Yeah. <laughs> All right, bye.